Now Ron the kite brings home the night that Mang the bat sets free. The herds are shut in byre and hut, for loose till dawn are we. This is the hour of pride and power, talon and tush and claw. Oh, hear the call, good hunting all, that keeps the jungle law. Night Song in the Jungle It was seven o'clock of a very warm evening in the Sioni Hills when Father Wolf woke up from his day's rest, scratched himself, yawned, and spread out his paws one after the other to get rid of the sleepy feeling in their tips. Mother Wolf lay with her big gray nose dropped across her four tumbling, squealing cubs, and the moon shone into the mouth of the cave where they all lived. Ugh, said Father Wolf. It is time to hunt again. He was going to spring downhill when a little shadow with a bushy tail crossed the threshold and whined, Good luck go with you, O chief of the wolves, and good luck and strong white teeth go with noble children, that they may never forget the hungry in this world. It was the jackal, Tabaki, the dish licker, and the wolves of India despise Tabaki, because he runs about making mischief and telling tales and eating rags and pieces of leather from the village rubbish heaps. But they are afraid of him, too, because Tabaki, more than anyone else in the jungle, is apt to go mad. And then he forgets that he was ever afraid of anyone and runs through the forest, biting everything in his way. Even the tiger runs and hides when little Tabaki goes mad, for madness is the most disgraceful thing that can overtake a wild creature. We call it hydrophobia, but they call it Duwani, the madness, and run. Enter then, and look, said Father Wolf stiffly. But there is no food here. For a wolf, no, said Tabaki. But for so mean a person as myself, a dry bone is a good feast. Who are we, the Geterlog, the jackal people, to pick and choose? He scuttled to the back of the cave, where he found the bone of a buck with some meat on it, and sat cracking the end merrily. All oh, thanks for this good meal, he said, licking his lips. How beautiful are the noble children, how large are their eyes, and so young, too. Indeed, indeed, I might have remembered that the children of kings are men from the beginning. Now, Tabaki knew as well as anyone else that there is nothing so unlucky as to compliment children to their faces. It pleased him to see Mother and Father Wolf look uncomfortable. Tabaki sat still rejoicing in the mischief that he had made. And then he said spitefully, Shere Khan, the big one, he has shifted his hunting grounds. He will hunt among these hills for the next moon. So he has told me. Shere Khan was the tiger who lived near the Wangunga River, 20 miles away. He has no right, Father Wolf began angrily. By the law of the jungle, he has no right to change his quarters without due warning. He will frighten every head of game within ten miles, and I, I have to kill for two these days. His mother did not call him Lungri, the lame one, for nothing, said Mother Wolf quietly. He has been lame in one foot from his birth, 
That is why he has only killed cattle. Now the villagers of the Wangunga are angry with him, and he has come here to make our villagers angry. They will scour the jungle for him when he is far away, and we and our children must run when the grass is set alight. Indeed, we are very grateful to Shere Khan. Shall I tell him of your gratitude? said Tabaki. Out! snapped Father Wolf. Out, and hunt with thy master. Thou hast done enough harm for one night. I go, said Tabaki quietly. Ye can hear Shere Khan below in the thickets. I might have saved myself the message. <laughs>